And uh, Maka, we're on. We're hey, on. Straighty. Welcome to the West City. Yeah, we're doing things a bit different tonight. We are doing a pre-State of Origin recording, and then we're going to be doing a post um, rapid reaction. Rapid reaction review of the game. We're actually sitting here in the bistro area of uh, Newcastle City West with a couple of mates of ours. Owners of the Newcastle Knights. <laughs> Owners of the Newcastle Knights. Go the Knights. But a few of the boys have joined us tonight. Melly. And Ford. Yeah, Melly's decked in his State of Origin jersey. Go the Blues. He's ready, he's ready. <laughs> what about you, Mitchy Ford? You're pretty happy to be here, mate? Oh, mate, stoked. You don't usually yeah. hold a podcast in the bistro area of uh, West, so I don't imagine. Uh, and I'm actually eating some uh, schnitty and chips. Trudy's already got quick. his dinner. We're waiting for our tea, so if our buzzers go off, we're going to... We might send the boys off. For a the boys might have to go get them for us. <laughs> Schooner in hand, we're ready to record. Yep. So, State of Origin night, game one, Streety, are you pumped or what? Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I actually had to look up where it was. I know there's a game in Perth, but uh, I did have to check where it was, but where it, it was is tonight, in fact really? in Suncorp. It is at Suncorp Stadium tonight, in the heart of Queensland Territory. The Dirty Maroons, as we like to call them. But before we delve Fuck right into Maroons. the uh, Origin um, game, yeah. I, I feel it's uh, worthwhile <coughs> that we quickly just jump over stateside and just have a quick chat about the NBA oh, yeah, you finals. Want to talk about the NBA finals. Yep, because yeah. last week uh, you were away. The, the Craptors turned the Kings of the East for a day. For a day. For three days actually. Well actually well, well, they, they they won game one. Yeah. Um, I just have a feeling that, that the city of Toronto didn't realise that it was a seven game series <laughs> and might have got a bit carried away after the first game. Now listen You've been to Toronto. Yes. I've been to Toronto. Anyone else here been to Toronto? I have not, no. Well, Toronto, New South Wales? Toronto, New South Wales. Not Toronto, New South Wales, no. no. Not via the mighty Mount Hutton. But uh, Toronto, Canada, there's not a whole lot else to be get excited for. If you win in an NBA finals game, you'd be getting pretty jacked, I reckon. There's not heaps there. It's, it's not the world's li- most livable city. It might be, but I don't know who rates those things. Just like Toronto and New South Wales. I definitely think the city of Toronto, Ontario, has improved. I know when I was there in 2004, it was shit boring. It was like Sydney, but without the harbour or the water. Yeah, that's right. Um, But we do have a tied NBA final series. Yes, the Warriors come back and won that, which, you know, if you, I think the Raptors probably let one get away there. Well, we certainly did when you consider the injuries that the Warriors had, right? Like, what about Clay Thompson, boys? Is he going to play in tomorrow's game three? They're backing up. Oh, yeah, he's been listed as doubtful. I'd be surprised, mate, to be honest, yeah. If he plays? Yeah. I look like his hemi was pretty gone. Yeah. If you're an NBA player at this stage of the year, but what are you doing? You're getting a needle as much as you can, right? Like, don't worry if I can't feel my leg. Just needle me up. Well, and get I mean, me a hamstring isn't one of those things you can needle up for. It's it's a key part of your uh, your movement. So, um, I guess fortunately for Clay, um, what he does best is spot-up shooting. So if he can, if he's still, you know, maimed, because let's face it, Kevon Looney's out for the series. He, he busted his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Has Clay Thompson been guarding Kawhi Leonard though? Yeah, that's where I they'll struggle. I think the matchup yep. has been Kawhi, like Clay on Kawhi, right? Yep. So if even if, so that's a good thing for the Raptors. Even if basically Clay does play, he can't. Be have to hide him. Yeah. Have to yeah. hide him on defense. Yeah. yeah but you do have Draymond Green to um, to switch to shoulder yeah. that load, and then yeah. you have um, Andre. Iguodala, who, yeah. you know, like, despite his age... Oh, oh and he goes a buzzer, he oh, comes Mitch to dinner. Is gonna go get it. I can go and get it, Mitch. I mean, it's covered, uh, no, despite, thanks, um, yeah, <laughs> just, despite Clay's, you know, you know, lack of ability to be 100%, yeah. I think the Warriors can cover that side of the ball reasonably you, well. Is there an inevitability about the NBA Finals? Like, DeMarcus Cousins is back for the Warriors. 
Is it just a situation where the Warriors are going to win? Like, if I got my hopes up or not? Because always... I'm stuck on Raptorland here. Like, I just want them to win. I think before but the have series... I a, have I got a chance against the boys or what? Before the series, a lot of people thought, oh, well, Toronto's done great just to get there. Mm. But I think once people actually looked at the matchup a bit more and, and realised that, you know, Toronto's a great defensive side and, um, you know, can, can put the ball in the hole and they, they've obviously got a, a top, But that's what we struggled with from our reserves, like Kyle Lowry and those sort of guys. Those are the things that we've struggled with predominantly. Yeah. I think Lloyd Christmas said it best when he said, See, tell me there's a chance. Yeah, <laughs> there's still a chance. I like it. So definitely two days Lloyd before Christmas. game one, there, there was a, a, a sense there, there that you know this would be a walkover and the Raptors would be lucky to win one game or maybe push it to, to, to six. But While you're gone, Mitchie, I asked whether or not the Raptors are a chance at all. Like, am I just getting my hopes up? <sighs> Mate, before the series, I said Warriors in six, and I'll stick to that. Mm. But if you ever think about... Like if you have a look at the two games, game one, the Raptors were a better team. They won the game. Yeah, I agree. Game two, with the exception of that five or six minute period where the Warriors went on that 20-0 run, the Raptors were the better team as well. Yeah, yeah. So they've been the better team for the majority of the series. How much has Kawhi got left in the tank? Like he's, he's been carrying he them doesn't look long. like he's got much, but doesn't no. he? <clears throat> no. No. I was calling him the water boy earlier <laughs> in the playoff series, and that does seem to have been proven correct, right? Like he, yeah. If he doesn't play well, then we are not very good no. in, in, in our entirety. I like, mean, we're not NBA final winner good, you know? Like, Kawhi's definitely key, but game three, KD's out. Yep. Mm. So you don't have Looney. Uh, you got maybe a, a, a 60 to 70% at best. Thompson. Clay Thompson. So and Steph Curry's carrying an injury too. Didn't he go off for a while? Yeah, he, he was uh, crook, probably a little yeah. bit crook, you know. Yeah, um, calf issue. But, you know, if, if you go back to Oracle, that home crowd, that's going to give an extra 10 to 15%. It will. But they haven't been too, too, too solid at home, the uh, Warriors. This they have they, they lost they? a couple of their, uh, their playoff games were at Oracle. Mm. Yeah, true. So if the Raptors are to win, they have to win game three tomorrow. Yeah, agreed. I don't, I don't think there's any doubt about that. No. Um, no, if the Raptors go, if they come out of Oracle down three one, then it's over. Yeah. yeah. So they they've got to win one of the next two. If, it, if they come out of Oracle two all, then they're fine. Well, I think anyway. But they they just need it. Well, I mean, you know, that's that's actually mathematically what they have to do. But you know, <laughs> like <clears throat> I think, you know, morally, like I say, mentally, they will be gone if they don't win one of these next two games. Yeah, because they'll so start to believe term, that they're gone. You know, we, we've got to give the Warriors credit for actually coming out and winning that game. They were down. No, we don't. The Warriors can go and get fucked because they're stacked. They were down about 11 <laughs> points in, in that third quarter. Uh, you know, Thompson went down and, and they did come back. Um, they went at a 20 to, 20 to 0 run, which is, you know, pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was impressive. I'll go get this one, Mitchie. You take yourself. And perhaps it was the inexperience by the, the Raptors, you know, I, I think just taking some poor shots. And that third quarter really got them undone. Yeah. Good D by Golden State. They pushed the ball, transition. Um, but you can't afford to make those mistakes. Yeah, they cranked up the D for yeah five or six minutes there, and that's what happens. I mean, they they either forced turnovers or forced yeah pretty horrible shots. And that's what happens. Very good out in transition after bad shots. Yeah. Running, running out and on the break, and then you're trying to stop the fast rate layups, and that opens up their three point shooters on the outside. Yeah, yeah. And I think the one thing the Warriors have done really well in this series so far is. Like the Raptors' defense has been pretty bloody good throughout the whole two games for the majority, or you know, vast majority of the two games, and they've taken the Warriors out of their kind of you know passing movement, all that kind of stuff. The Warriors have just got to the line, and it's kept them in games. Um, you know, they just keep close enough 
close enough, close enough, close enough, because they know they're good enough that they're just going to switch on at some point, and you know they'll just take it from there. That's what yeah, they do. Their, their ability to draw a foul is uh, is second to none, and um, you're right. That's what kept kept them in games. Um, you know, what their ability to get to the foul line? Absolutely. Just yeah. to keep them close. You know, when yeah. things aren't going right, they get to the foul line. And when they're close, they're always in with a chance. Yeah. Because oh. it kind of felt like the games that I've watched or the parts of the games I've watched, the Raptors. Feels like they're in fifth gear and revving the engine really hard, putting a lot of effort in, and then just not able to get far enough in front to not have to always be at that speed. Yeah. And I feel like over a seven-game series, that is going to take its toll. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, a 13, 14 point lead in basketball these days, as we've seen throughout these playoffs, well, means nothing. 18 and 0 run to start the third quarter in game two from the Warriors. So. Yeah. Or twenty to, to 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 I run whatever it was. So you it's definitely ridiculous. can't. Yeah, you could definitely twenty points in a row. Can't rest on your laurels when it comes to a lead, and you know you really have to have your foot to throw it the whole time, and um, that's probably where we're gonna, we'll see rotation shorten, and you know like foul play comes into it. You know it's really important that you know the Raptors particularly <coughs> don't get uh, into foul trouble in the first quarter. Yeah, uh, it's really crucial that um, that their guys. So what about Bogut? Does he have a bigger role to play now that Kevin Looney's gone? Absolutely. Now, yeah. only Aussie in the NBA Finals series. Yeah. You have to have some sort of an increased role. Like, who else are they going to throw in there? They can't run Cousins. For they can't run him over, into the ground. Over 30 minutes. They ran him 26 the other day, and I reckon that'll hurt him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. You'll see Jordan Bell get a few more minutes. He's been pretty much benched. Which is mm. good for the Raptors. Yep, good, <laughs> good for the Raptors. That helps. Um, see, Jamar DeRozan came out today, Mitchie. Well, and basically said, well, he's been a whinger, right? Yeah. Like, he's still, his heart's still in Toronto, basically. Yeah. Like, yeah. that must suck for you as a Spurs fan because yeah. he won't stop crapping on about the Raptors. Oh, no, man. you're not there anymore. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah, I think, call as call I himself said, the sacrificial lamb. Yeah, I think, as I said in the group message today, like, understand, like, to, to play at that level, you've got to have supreme confidence in yourself. I understand that and I get that, but, like, for him to say that he's part of this is ridiculous I mean let's be honest the only part he's had to play in it is that he was traded well he like, was the one let's that be honest well he, he was traded got for us Kawhi he was traded for a, a much better player yeah and that much better player got him over the hump yeah the, the problem with the Raptors in years past in the playoffs is their best two players were fairly easy to shut down when you yeah. lock into a series you know yep. DeRozan and, and Lowry and it's happened to Lowry Which again this year that's right but the difference is, Kawhi Leonard is just on another level, and you can't really shut him down. Well, shutting him down is keeping him to 25 points, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. yeah, and getting him not as many rebounds or not as many assists or something. And Jarkin's yeah. just had his natural development, and that has nothing to do with uh, Demar Derozan. Like he, I was his mentor when he was coming up through the first couple of years, but in realis- realistically, he hasn't as a natural development to his game. He's probably had. Maybe a 10% influence as that, as that mentor role, whereas just. I could probably wear what Durazin is saying if it was exactly the same team as the one he played with. Yeah. If he was the only difference, but mm. it's not. No, like, it's not. You know? Yeah, no. The only thing that's, that, that is slightly in his favour, uh, which I still probably don't, you know, I wouldn't credit, you know, give him too much credit, is LeBron James isn't in the East mm. anymore. So yeah. effectively, Toronto's uh, path was easier. Having said that, uh, the Bucks weren't as good and, and the Greek freak. Wasn't anything like he was last year, and you know, Philly were better. The, yeah, Philly got better as well as Adams. Yeah, yeah, they Toronto got Gasol. as well. He's a former All Star himself, but yeah, it's not like they've got no one else yeah. that's kind of added to that team. 
Oh, look, I think if the Raptors had the team they had last year, I don't think they get past Milwaukee. They wouldn't have beaten Philadelphia. I don't think they get past Philly. Yeah. So, so they're, they're, they're back where they were and yeah. another and year wasted in the six. Like, they got beat in the first round, right? So, mm. Switchy, what about your most favourite part of the NBA season, the off-season? It's coming up. It's around the corner. What's Are you it? excited? It's already crazy. It's going nuts. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the funniest thing so far is uh, um, the Bold and Beautiful or whatever those serial soap operas have ended, but the Lakers have just taken over. It's just <laughs> the Lake Show. Um, so is this... Shit show. Magic Johnson quitting. Quitting, oh. in inverted commas, in the fact that he was probably shown the door. Yeah, he. there was an article came out from ESPN last week that detailed a lot of what happened there and whether it's true what or not. What did it say? It basically went into Magic felt like he couldn't be Magic yep. in regards to he what, was like kind of controlled. bang hookers and turn up to work never? Yeah, like he couldn't do that anymore. Because mm. um, he's rich as shit. Yeah. Like, like he, he doesn't have to This be. is my thing with Magic. Magic is walking with his shadow in front of him instead of behind him. Yeah. So Magic is just he's in this world where his ego proceeds where he goes. Um, but the world's changed since he was in the league as a player and you know early days as a coach. Um, and you know he's respected and, and revered, but it's become more businesslike, and you know it's it's more thought out and more planned. So you can't just get by on on, on reputation and, and what you've done in the past. Now it does um, seem like there's a fair bit of dysfunction in that organisation, but no, so I think in the front like office, like Rob Polinka, the GM, or he, he's a really he seems like a head case too. Yeah, it's almost one of those ones where like this is not a great mix of people all around. It's a former agent, and he did make up the story that uh, yeah. That he was at a, he was talking to, he was at a conference or something like that for doing a presentation yeah. to the, who was it, the Rock? It was to the Lakers, and the, to the, the, the Rock Lakers? came as a, as a uh, kind of like a mentor kind of thing. The Rock, like as in, as the in Dwayne, guy. Dwayne Johnson, yeah. you know, and he was doing, um, he made up some bullshit story about Kobe Bryant watched The Dark Knight and loved how Hugh, um, Heath Ledger got into the character, so he wanted to meet up with Heath Ledger to see how he locked into it. But the problem was, Heath Ledger had died before the Dark Knight <laughs> had even come out. <laughs> so it's just complete rubbish. Well, Rob Palinka, I got news for you, champ. That hole's got more stories in the Game of Thrones final season. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> he just made that shit up. <laughs> That's excellent. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't trust that dude as far as I could throw him in. Well, it but sounds like neither does Magic Johnson, right? So, well, um, yeah. Back to the finals for a quick second. We, we, we're holding our predictions. Um, you know, I went with Warriors in six. Uh, I, I do think that the Raptors can get one of these games. Um, and uh, Toronto will uh, go back, win, win game five. At home? No, no, that, that means the Warriors win the next two at home. Mm. Raptors win game five and the Dubs come back and win it in game six and Kevin Durant plays a limited role. That in his, in his last game for the Warriors. Yep, that was my prediction exactly in uh, in regards to who wins what games. But like the thing with the Warriors, everyone's always kind of wished for injuries. Well, this is about as good as it's going to get. So this is, you know, well, the Raptors couldn't ask for any yeah. more, to be honest. So this is it. If no you're going to beat the Warriors, it has to be now. And there's no excuses for the Raptors if they lose it. I mean, this, this is no, no better time. Yeah, um, that's absolutely true. I'm, that's why I'm sticking by my prediction. Raptors, the Raptors in seven. Raptors in seven. Yep. I hope you're right. I just <laughs> want to see game seven, but two. Yeah, that'd be cool. Look, we know how the last game seven went down in the NBA finals. Mm. Yeah, so the Warriors. 
Le yeah, Block, so. LeBron. Yeah. Well, can you imagine if you think Toronto went off as a city when they won game one? Can you imagine before game oh. seven? Like Hectic. that place is gonna, it's gonna blow the roof off, not just the stadium. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Drake's trolling will be next level. They are packing <laughs> the stands. What about that idiot? What do you think of Drake? <laughs> like, do you know what? If you've got the money, go for it, mate. Mm, like yeah. I reckon it's unreal. Because what he's proving is almost exactly what. Draymond Green said about him and that is if you work your ass off and get to where he is you can pretty much do what you want in this society yeah, yeah. Like, yes yeah. that's correct like, <laughs> he, people complain oh he's, he's, he's too much of a super fan Mate, Spike Lee back in the Jordan oh yeah, 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 yeah. He, I mean, to, it, Spike Lee into Reggie Miller into Jordan and like when Scotty mm. Pippen said when he dunked on uh, Patrick Ewing and just stepped over the top of him and then just walked straight over Spike Lee and spoke Talked, talked it up to him. Yeah. Now, there's always been those super fans that, you know... Like Reggie Miller stuff. Yeah. Spike. Well, Spike Lee was, like, the original super fan. He was the original yeah. Drake, right? Yeah. And then Jack Nicholas used to sit courtside of the Lakers. Probably not as controversial, but that was probably because he was off his face more <laughs> and couldn't really talk. Um, but the whole super fan concept, I guess when you think about it, it's gotten a little bit out of hand. Like, throughout the year, you saw the Utah Jazz have some issues with some of their fans with racist comments to Russell Westbrook. I, I don't even know why you'd be racist to Russell Westbrook. Just call him what he is, a fucking dickhead. Yeah, like, you don't need to get racial. You don't have to be racist <laughs> about it. plenty of other like, things. There's heaps of other things you could chip that idiot about, you know? Yeah, exactly. Well, I didn't say I'm sorry, you know. Right. No, Last point, Mitch on Drake. The thing with Drake, like, I love... I love the fact that, like, he is a super fan because, you know, you see all those celebrities and rappers and whoever else go to games and they sit courtside, they pay their money mm. and they just look like they couldn't be bothered being there. And that's shit. Yeah. At least he's... For, you for know, us plebs, you're never going to be able to just yeah. sit in those seats. That pisses me off, I agree with yeah. you. But, yeah. So, but, yeah, he does take it too far. <laughs> but if he got the cash... I, I'd he's be honest, a part owner in the team. And, what is Ari, and ambassador. What did Ari Gold say in um, one of the episodes of Entourage when he was sitting courtside and the referee said to him, you're not allowed to touch the ball or something like that. He said, for what I paid for these seats, <laughs> I'm going to grab it and jack a three, mate. Like, <laughs> basically, I like to paraphrase. And I support that type of mentality. I think if you pay enough for your seats, you should be able to get out there in warm-ups. Like, you know, half-time, have a bit of a dunk. It's entertaining, yeah. if nothing else, mate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm Team Drake. Instead of those guys that jump off trampolines, they should have all the people who have the courtside <laughs> seats get to play in a scrimmage at half time against yeah. the other side of the court <laughs> that's a good idea actually yeah. playground battle um, alright a few other big events that have happened in the world of sport uh, this week two things that probably stand out the most Liverpool winning the Champions League There's how do you feel about that Mitchie Mitchie Over being a Liverpool mate. supporter must be pretty happy about that yeah I've uh, been buzzing all week. Were you up and watching it, mate? Did you yes, watch it somewhere special? No. Well, just in the living room? I did plan to go out, but it's just too cold, to be fair. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, just at home, woke the family up. They loved yeah. it. So yeah. Your boys into it? Yeah, love it. Yeah. I'm, I'm also happy to see Liverpool win. Um, Why? Because you jump on every bandwagon going? No, no. I, I don't really have any affiliation with Tottenham, and the young bloke's got a uh, Liverpool jersey. Does so, he? you know, yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, is he a bit like you? He's got a jersey for everyone. No, not yet. <laughs> You'll get there. <laughs> yeah. um, but I was actually happy to see the scoreline at 2-0 because I didn't feel that the penalty in the second minute was really that warranted and Tottenham were perhaps hard done by. You don't think that was a penalty? No. No. I, I, I think in the flow by of the game... By the rules of the game, is it a penalty? And, but you're just saying that it shouldn't have been one? Yeah. Yeah, OK. No, I agree. By leather or law, it was a pen, but um, it was rough. It was a rough call. 
in a Champions League final, right? Yeah. You don't want to see it decided by the first minute. And oh, innocuous. So, so the, the equivalent would have, would have are those tries given in the NRL when they break it down into super slow motion, and the player doesn't have control of the ball, but he has a, a thousandth of a second of downward pressure, which yeah, yeah. really doesn't constitute control. Yep. But they freeze frame that, and then they award a try based on that. Yeah. That's kind of how I felt the, the penalty was given. Yeah. Um, so was it given, I didn't see the actual footage, but was it given on VAR, like on review? It was given as a pen, <coughs> okay. and then, then it went to VAR, and they kind of confirmed it. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. But right. they scored in the 59th minute, I think it was, and uh, sealed it, so... You know, yeah. it was later than that. I thought it was like uh, yeah, there was no argument. And I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that the commentary um, alluded to. Well, there's no argument now. Yeah, it's two 0 You know, we're yeah. Liverpool are champions. And Liverpool are going to win. Yeah. And then the other big uh, event on the weekend. I like the Jets grand final. There, fucking <laughs> one nil. <laughs> Still dirty. Who's yeah, the A yeah, League? Oh. Fair <laughs> that was the A League two grand finals ago. Yeah. One yeah. grand final. Yeah. Um, <laughs> World heavyweight champion goes to. <laughs> A fat Mexican with man boobs. <laughs> yeah, Unlikely. That's for all this, fellas. Mm. <laughs> As we move into the dad bod stage of our life, mm. well, actually, let's say that we embrace the dad bod <laughs> stage of our life. Well, we're in the process of forming the uh, Sports and Spit Dad Bod Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. and we'll be inducting all um, unlikely sports heroes with less than desirable uh, figures. So, um, Andy Ruiz is definitely will be a member of that club, along with Mark Cosgrove and Shane Warne and <coughs> Darren Lehman. Yeah. Uh, Oliver Miller and Oliver Ooh. Miller and other yeah. large, rotund what about, sportsmen. What um, Nikola Jokic or whatever from oh, yeah. the Denver Nuggets? Yeah, he's, he's carrying around well, oh, yeah. yeah. from, from the N1 tour. Mm. 500 pounds. Ranatunga. Six, six foot ten. Mm. Yeah. Arjuna. Arjuna. Yeah. Remember when Ian Healy said, you're not allowed to have a runner because you're fat. <laughs> like, that's not a reason to get one. Definitely one of the best sledges ever. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't think that's in the rules. <laughs> so good on him. I, th- I think that's, that's... Well, is it that he looks like an unlikely hero? Because you've got to be able to punch to win a heavyweight boxing world title. Well, I mean, there's, there's no doubting his ability. But he definitely... If you walk past him and he had his shirt off, you go, put your shirt on, mate. Yeah. Like, Come on. Um, but he didn't happen to, maybe you know, to, to knock down, yeah. not once, not twice, but maybe three to four times the current heavyweight champion of the world. Well, not anymore. Not anymore. Um, but, you know, my Because he only took the fight on, like, a month's notice or something, That's too. right. My, my initial comments were, were met with scepticism when I heard the result. You know, boxing that uh, mm. probably trails UFC in terms of popularity needed a bit of a, a headline and a storyline to, uh, you know, get them get back on the map and create interest. So you're calling fixed? Uh, it's I'm okay. not, not going to go so far as to say fixed, but perhaps... Good chance it could they're, have been. Like, I've oh, seen boxing matches that obviously have been fixed. Oh, it's the last Heavily knockdown. influenced, perhaps. And what, what got me was... Uh, old mate that lost. What was his name? Joshua. Joshua. Anthony Joshua, is it? Anthony Joshua. Joshua. His post-match interview, he was the most complimentary of um, a winning fighter that he, he'd been beaten yeah. that I've ever seen. He was quite complimentary of him. Extremely he complimentary. Like, he did say, like, it's his night. Yeah, you know, good you know. on him. He's, he's nice. He's deserved it, you know, blah, blah, blah. But After that last knockdown, I watched what the ref was doing, his, the, the standing eight count, and he was fine for, for a while. He turned away, turned away and he came back, and that's when he called TKO, he called it off, and Anthony Joshua was like, what? I'm ready to fight. Like, well, I think everyone got a few mil out of that. Um, yeah. and well, I think they'll get a few more out of the uh, the rematch, <laughs> and 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 that sadly probably is what boxing is all about now, um, creating a storyline, 
and then a narrative, have a rematch. Everyone makes a, ten times more money, more interest. Mm. Boxing's back on the map. Heavyweight boxing's relevant, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It does smell a bit, doesn't it? But the, it's a shame that we have to be so sceptical about amazing sports stories. Yeah. yeah. Well, In this day and age, especially. Yeah. 20 years ago, we'd be hailing it as a miracle and, you know, that'd be it. Mate, we all have Ruiz T-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about bandwagons, I'd get on that shit. He's certainly here, I mind. Mm. All right. Well, what about also Ash Barty? Quarter-finalist? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Open? Yeah. Aussie Ash? Good on. So that match must be tonight, I think. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Big tennis fans. Well. We love the tennis. <laughs> Had enough of the bloody... French Open's hard to buy into. Most of the Aussie men. Yeah, well, I'd rather see Ash Barty do well than... Um... You want know, to see Tommy... It's about the dummy again or something. Uh, they're, all, they're all wankers. Yeah, I think so. Well, let's well, talk about what we're here for tonight. Origin. State of Origin 1, Suncorp Stadium. Blue's looking to win a consecutive series for the first time since... Most school-age children have been born. Yeah, 2005 or something. Yep. Yep, probably 404, 5 I think it was. Yep. And the Queenslanders went on their run in 06. What do we think is going to happen tonight? Away game, so we're up at Suncorp. Um, the Blues would have to be going in as favourites. I can't. No, even, I think Queensland are going to win. I can't place a bet on sports bet. It's uh, too busy. Mm. What's our? Uh, what's our? We're going to come back after this game and sort of, you know, we'll lay our predictions down now and then we'll come back afterwards and uh, see. Well, if we'll go around the table. I think Queensland win by eight. <clears throat> on the back of a forward pack that smashes New South Wales out of the game. Oh, Queensland by I eight. agree with Macca because I haven't watched the game in NRL all season. I don't even know who's playing today. So, yeah, I'm right. with you. <laughs> well, you and I have both got the same amount of chance to be right because I haven't seen all of NRL myself except for Supercoach. So where do, you, where do you think the game's going to be won? In the forward pack. Forward pack, yep. Yeah, well, New South Wales have got more mobile backs and probably more skilled backs. But I feel like a game like this can only be won in the forwards. Right? Yeah. Like Origin games are traditionally won in the forwards. The, the way you do it is you just bash the other team out of the game and they can't go forward and they don't get any ball. And then it doesn't matter how good your backs are. And as long as you just... If you aim up and and just belt the living piss out of them, then it doesn't matter. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm going to Queensland by six. Kalen Ponga brilliance to just split us open. Is that because he plays for the Knights? No. <laughs> Who's this you Newcastle Knights <laughs> fan shit, mate? I'm just, I'm just hoping he just doesn't get hit. So, so brilliance all the way, scored, scored a few tries. Can, but uh, doesn't get touched. Pretty much. Yeah. I can, Whole game. I can see where Melly's come from him. I, I was probably similar with my feelings towards Valentine Holmes. Oh, so wow. I wanted him to do well for Queensland. What a surprise. But you show up by Well, I mean, Adam's doing exactly the same thing with uh, Ponga. Um, Two so, don't make it right, mate. Well, in mass it does. And clearly he's got to step up as well. If he doesn't... <laughs> Break out of whatever form he's been playing with in Penrith. I heard today someone say that we've got the informed halves. I would argue that that's not the case at all. Cody Walker making 95% yeah. of that yeah. form out of the 100. Yeah, but um, he's still a first game Origin player. Like, I'm a bit worried about how he's going <coughs> to. Well, I'm going to buck the trend against you boys. I'm taking the Blues. Usually we see relatively low scoring games in the, in the first one. But I'm going to say the Blues are going to score more than 26 and will win the game by. 26-16. Going to win by 10. I thought you were about to say they're going to win by 26 points. No, no. <laughs> so we'll score 26. Bold things, but that's going to go 13 plus, 16 point margin. Um, first try scorer, who you got? Uh, Latrell Mitchell. 
You were going to say him, were you? I was, but I'm not. I'm not going to go with you. Okay. Latrell's been in the subject of um, some video rumours in the last couple of days. <laughs> oh yeah, he had a sex tape. Is that him? You reckon? Young Latrell, I would. I'd put money on it. Was yep. he the one copping the blowy, or was he the one at the horn? Copping it. <laughs> copping it. Oh. I couldn't quite make it out. It's a bit grainy. That's why I he gave the there. devil horns. Mm. I don't tend to look at people's faces in those videos when <laughs> I watch them for recreation <laughs> purposes. <laughs> so, I mean, OK, I'm going to take Ado Carr. Where, where I think the Blues can win it, obviously, you know, forwards play a key part. Um, I actually think that Michael Morgan in the centres will be targeted. Yes, um, I agree. I think he's their weak link. So do I. So I can't believe they picked him there, but that that's kind of where you go. But Queensland has grown another leg, right? Mm. Like they grow another leg when they play. So we know that Latrell Mitchell is matched up against um, Chambers. Yeah. Um, so the other centre battle will be Josh Morris, who's a bigger, stronger, mm. um, you know, player over um, Morris. And well, that's probably good. The two oldest blokes on the field are going to match yeah, up against yeah, each yeah. other. So, so I, I think the winger outside. I think the winger's going to have to come in and help out Morgan a fair bit. Yeah. Um, and that will create some chances down what I think is going to be the left side. Yeah. Uh, no, the right side. I don't know. Whoever's on that on that right wing is uh, going to be there. But Adokar, first try scorer. Uh, Corey Oates. Corey Oates. First try scorer. Yeah, so Corey Oates. He, he scores first in the very high percentage of the game the he plays in. So. Well, riddle me this, boys. Uh, Freddie Fittler, coach of the Blues. Is he A... An idiot savant of rugby league, or B, just an idiot. Can I answer that? I yes. don't know anything. Yeah. Both. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So he's a football genius, but also an idiot. Mm. I don't know about the football part. Yeah. Right. Just he's actually a genius. No, he's just a dickhead. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. See, I think he probably is actually. <laughs> I think he's a dickhead. What do you think, Freddie? Freddie is an idiot. Um... <laughs> How do they keep their jobs? But I, I, I actually do they think... do any coaching? No, any well, tactical? listen, you don't need to be a good coach um, to be <coughs> to an To tell the coach. best players. <laughs> yeah, to tell whatever. It's kind of like Steve Kerr coaching the Warriors. Um, whoever can come up with the most unique training uh, uh, Yeah, it seems like whoever can do the loosest kind I of... I think uh, what, what, what really um, separates an origin coach apart from a regular coach is it's, it's not so much about tactics, but it's their ability to bring a team together and instill a culture in a short amount of time within that group. And workload. And workload, yeah. Because like, they do yeah, well, no, less. They don't do much. Inga collected all the money for not doing much. But he, did too. He, he was he was revered and he, he had a knack of, you know, he, he was a good people person, you know, yeah. got on one of the players and was able to, to, to bring it together and get the best out of it. I think that's what Freddie has going for him. And, of course, they all have a support staff that, you know, runs about 50 deep, so... All, all the ex-players that want a you know, free tracksuit and a bit of extra cash and a night on the piss times three, um, yeah. we'll get on board for that. <laughs> when they go into Origin Camp, you wonder how many hotel rooms they have to book, right? Oh, there's one for Bedsy. Oh, there's one for Greg Alexander. Johnsy needs his own pants suite. Steve Roach usually turns up. Johnsy will turn up. <laughs> He'll need the double uh, bed. <laughs> there's plenty of New South Wales and Queensland greats that must just come in for the night yeah. or the week or whatever and just shit, sit there and get shit-faced with them, eh? Yeah. So... <clears throat> The players have to share a room because all those boys need their own. <laughs> need their own. So. <laughs> Mick Fanning's the handing the presentation of the jerseys for the New South Wales. Yeah, the Blues jerseys, is yeah. it? Yeah, right. Yeah. Aussie Mick. Mm. Ah, well. The old shark himself. <laughs> shark wrestler. Yeah. Well, we're almost good to go here in game one, so the Blues are coming out. We might probably pull up stumps there for this pre-game 
Exactly. Yeah. Blues are walking down the field as we speak. <clears throat> so we're going to leave you as they get ready for kickoff. And we're going to come back after the game yep. and uh, see if any of us were correct, which I think is a high chance none of us will be. Yep. Um, so, Adokar, first try. You have Latrell Mitchell. Latrell Mitchie. The hooker for New South Wales. Uh, Damien yeah. Cook. Melly. Yeah. Corey, Oates. Corey Oates. I wish I'd said that. That's probably pain a bit. Mm. All right, guys. We'll, uh, we'll see you for the second part of the show in roughly an hour and a half of real time, but in about 13 seconds of podcast time all right and we're back for the post game back post game and it's rapid reaction no one's happy head of origin one we want to get this over and done with (laughs) because we're disappointed about what we just saw right you see how flowers just dropped their bundle lost by four you can never write up write queensland off can't you well it happens year after year we had an eight three out of the four of us picked it at this table uh, I just want to let you know that three out of the four of us picked that result. What a Queensland win. Yep. Who was the person that didn't pick it? Me, because I backed my own team. My that state. was you, Stu. Melly was closest. Melly was closest. Oh, hold on, hold on. There's a bloke here, Melly, wearing a Blues jersey, and he's tipping Queensland. I'm happy if we win, but I was just being realistic. I knew what was coming. He knew what was coming. Don't, don't get angry the, because you didn't pick it. You don't go I'm court, not angry. <laughs> That's not his fault. I'm largely unaffected by the result of the game. It's, it's, it's okay, but... Usually... You're a bit more like, a bit more emotional. It wasn't a big wager on it. Yeah. No, it was disappointing. What do you reckon happened, Streety? What happened to the Blues? Um, well, it's, I don't think the left side got enough ball, just like we were saying earlier. Latrell Mitchell. Uh, he was dangerous um, for the 70 minutes he was on the field. Yep. Um, having said that, I think he was a bit of a sacrificial lamb because um, Gillette was scoring that try if, if he didn't grab him. He would, have he would have gone in anyway. Yeah, would have, he would have gone in. So I don't think Tedesco would have stopped him from there. So we were no, referring no. to the to the sin binning of Latrell Mitchell yep. with, uh, what was it, 60... 62, no, 63. Yeah, he's about 60 minutes or so to go. Yep. So he was sin for 10 minutes. And in that time, Queensland put on six or eight points. Eight points. Eight so points. they were down 8-6. They <coughs> took the two then. No, six, because I think Ponga missed the kick. It was 8-6 yeah. and then they, it was 8 all. And then we took the ball at the field and then... It ended um, up being 12-8. Then it was intercept. Yeah. And Gagai scored. Yeah, and he didn't... Yeah, so 12-8. 12-8. So they put six points on while Luttrell was in the bin. Thanks, Luttrell. I, I think uh, New South Wales looked pretty good for the first half. 8-0 up going into the half. They defended pretty well. Mm. The intercept didn't help, right? Like, so New South Wales didn't do enough to win the game. But an intercept try, which is pretty unlucky, didn't help. No, that's right. I've been, uh, a bit of luck went Queensland's way. I've been pretty critical of uh, Jack Whiten in the past for... Having a mistake in him. Always saying he's got a little bit of a mistake in him. And um, I, I will attest to the fact that during the game you did turn to me and say that you wanted to have... You thought that, that he was going to make a mistake. Yes. And a mistake that probably could cost him Because he's got, he's got a, a, a decent error in him in every game he plays. Yeah. Well, he had a couple in that game. Yeah, so, so that uh, hurt. He has that charge down kick, and then obviously the intercept. Uh, I'm not sure what he could have done different. Maybe if he takes an extra step and reaches around the defender and does a pot pass around, sort of just or takes the tackle, passing behind it. Yeah. Look, Queensland deserved it. The second half, they played at a much higher intensity. Mitch, Agreed. you saw oh. that they definitely. The, what yep. was the stat we saw that their in team intensity went up by 17%? Yeah, in that 10 minute period, that 17% I increase. Don't know where they get that stat from, but. I'd anyway. also like to put down that I, I did say 
Ponga would carve us up through the middle, but he actually carved us up with his passing. On the, on the edges. On those two pass tries. Two out from the ruck. was just... Just gun left and right, right to left, both sides. He's a special talent, Ponga. There were some nice passes he put on uh, Corey Oates and Gagai's. Well, that's his specialty, right? The cutout pass to the winger, steams onto it. They yeah. scored a couple of tries like that, yep. not just from him. Both sides. So where to for the Blues from here, boys? Well, I guess the big question is going to um, be hanging <clears> over Nathan Cleary's head. And did he do enough, or will Fitler opt to stick with him if Luke Carey's uh, healthy? to come back for game two. Um, I thought in the first half, here is uh, Cleary. His kicking game, the, the high balls were, were pretty good. Mm. But um, Would you pick him again? Uh, it depends on who's coming back. I mean, is Adam Reynolds going to do much different? Well... And if it was an Andrew Johns-type halfback who was injured and was, was waiting in the wings, and then, yeah, but... I feel like, like he probably will. I feel like Cleary was... I don't think he was an impact on the game. I don't think he... Forced himself upon the game. So you and think he will come back or what? No, I, well, I, I, uh, I don't think he should, but that's not to say that he won't, yeah, I, because Fittler has displayed loyalty and the selectors have displayed loyalty in actually keeping him there for the first game. I don't think he deserves his spot for the second game. No. He's the out of form half in the in the competition. Well, he was lucky to be there, and he showed that he didn't play himself into form in that game. Two plays at the end. His, his kicking game was his strength in that game. Adam, Adam Reynolds is supposed to be one of the best kick, have the best kicking game in, in the NRL, kickers. and is in form, mm. and, has, and has has uh, got the the combinations with you know, Damien Cook, and that in the in the spine to to get some uh, better game, movement from New South Wales. Yeah, I thought Cleary's game was largely ineffective. Ineffective, like Man. his kicking game yeah. wasn't. It, I, it was solid in the first half, but nothing that threatened Queensland at all. It was to a game plan, obviously, yeah. to I, keep the ball out of Ponga's head. I guess for him, two key errors at the end of the game may have sealed his fate. Um, that that knock on, yeah, um, and then that obviously that kicking into touch at the end. Uh, Just the fact probably that probably swing the ball left. You got you got the fastest player in the field and uh, one of the best centers in the world on the other side of the field. Uh, I think and he didn't more, see enough ball. That's right. Because, yeah. they, because they weren't getting it to them enough. No. And I felt like for the first 15, 20 minutes, I think New South Wales looked for someone like Nathan Cleary to control the direction of the team. And then Damien Cook just said, well, if you're not going to do it, I'm going to do it. And, and basically took, started running from dummy half, started, a bit like that, didn't started it? to direct yeah. them. And I feel like that was when they started to be actually fairly effective in that last 20 minutes of the first half. But... You know, when they start, when Queensland started to shut that down and hang on in the ruck a little bit, didn't give him a chance to get behind a quick play the ball. Cleary did nothing to help. Yeah. So thoughts on the deputants for the Blues: Cam Murray, Jack Whiten. I thought Cam Murray had a pretty good game. Yeah. yeah. I thought for a guy who probably there was a little bit of doubt over, I think he proved that he belongs in that level. Um, didn't do much. Well, Kotrick played last Kotrick, year. Yeah. I think he's a second or third origin. I think Payne Haas definitely got, didn't look out of place. Kotrick, no, he didn't. He had a very... first. He, was in that, he was in the squad, Kotrick, but he never, never played, I don't believe. Okay. Last year. I thought he did have a game. Check. I thought they were At all sports okay. Sports bit, we uh, definitely don't uh, fact-check things before no, we say we them. Don't. So, uh, I don't think I would make wholesale changes to the Blues side. No. I don't think he'd make wholesales, but um, you know, if Luke Carey's healthy... And I think you could probably see him coming back into the squad. Maybe Jack Whiten mm. getting dropped, and uh, Cody Walker going back to the bench. And interesting, Cody Walker was uh, subbed in the first half. Yeah, it's not, you don't often see a starting five eight 
game. Go to the bench unless that they're injured. That was unusual, yeah. That's he right. came back on. And I felt like he changed the game a little bit when he came back on. Exactly, yeah. He, he I just, feel uh, like he was the one that basically set up Travojevic's try. Yep. Um, yep. And I feel like he probably deserved more time out there. That's off to Queensland, but they were pretty solid. They were good. Who was, uh, in your mind, I mean, Ponga, Queensland's best player? Oh, easily. Yeah. Caelan Ponga, yeah, by far. He looked like a threat every time he got the ball. He handled the ball well at the back. I think he had one mistake where he dropped a bomb. And, but largely, you know, he was pretty good. Close I'll tell you what I did. When Latrell was... Mitchell made that break down the sideline towards the very end of the game and Ponga, like, basically shirt-fronted him, to, to Ponga's credit, he stood up. Like, he still... Like, he didn't tackle him, but he... Didn't fall down either. I think that was an opportunity loss for the Blues. Um, mm. I think we potentially could have scored there if uh, instead of um, Latrell Mitchell taking on Ponga with you know chest out, yeah. trying to barge over him. If he just had to come in and if Edo Carr runs on the outside as opposed to the inside, yeah. it'll pop past and he's in the corner on a New South Wales win. But had it been you, mate, your natural scoring ability, you would have gone in the corner, I reckon. Yeah, I just lacked the uh, superior speed. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> that Edo Carr has. But anyway, Origin 1's over, so that sucked. Next game, Fuck. Sydney. Game 2 in about no, three weeks. it's in Perth, it's isn't in Perth. it? Perth. Sunday, 23rd. So hold on a second. Of June. So we're Game three's in? In Sydney. So they've changed the home and away order a little bit. Yeah, they have. So the decider will be in Sydney. Yeah, that's right. Well, that makes sense. You wouldn't have a decider in Perth, would you? No, fucking no. It's a bit, um... So anyway, the Blues have got to go over to Perth now and win a game. Yes. In two and a half weeks' time. So anyway... We'll, we'll see. Well, for Blues fans, nothing much changes. The last 10 or 12 years, it's been pretty much all Queensland. You can never write them off. Well, they um, smashed us in game three last year. We were saying, uh, even at 8-0, you know, watch that five minutes before half time. They always come back. They always score. Um, and they did it just after the half. Yeah. I'm over it. Origin. <laughs> Fuck. What about Dane Gay guy? Always scores a try. He does, eh? Hey? Always. Well, I had that. Yeah, he does Corey Oates always scores a try. He does. Did any of us have any money on them? No. No. I did, but Oates scored too late and too early. Wasn't first try scorer, wasn't last try scorer, so it screwed me. Well, that stake that I had was the best thing about the night, to you be think, honest. Um, Apart from the company, <laughs> What fellas. about uh, Dylan Up, a big puppy? Do you, think, you reckon he got a bit of white line fever seeing that <laughs> ball on the ground? <laughs> I think he might have. I think he... <laughs> I think Dylan's living his best life, to be honest. I don't know why he would do that. So, uh, Melly's just done a bit of fact-checking here. What have you found out, Melly? It was uh, Nick Kotrick's debut tonight. His debut. Ah. Yes. I just wanted to prove you wrong there, Streety, I think. Yeah. This there is why go. we don't often get him on, on the podcast. Yeah. No, well, we, we, we definitely don't um, claim to know everything on the show. <laughs> we've been proven wrong we more than once. We claim to know everything. It's just that we've been proven not to know everything on a regular basis. So. Yeah. Oh, well. All right, so back to regular programming from this week, NRL round 12 or 13, June long weekend game. Yeah. Uh, all players back on deck if they're not injured. And, uh, well, I can tell you one thing, the Bulldogs won't win. Yeah, look, they're, red, they're red hot for the wooden spoon, aren't they? Oh, fair income. I'll actually the be Bulldogs in Sydney worst. this weekend going to the Sharks Parramatta game at Shark Park. Really? Yep. The answer you're hunting is Parramatta. <laughs> <laughs> How mad early? How mad are? Alan Iverson. Are you so you're going to the new Bankwest Stadium? Is no, that, no, the games at Shark Park. Park. Shark Park. Unfortunately, because it's a bit of a hike down there. Yeah. And uh, are you taking your 2016 Cronulla Sharks signed Grand Final jersey? It's not signed. 
Will you drop into the developer's office that's going to fund the Sharks from now on and ask him for the money? I've got to walk past it. Do you? What's the worst they can do? I Say bet it's no. a demountable. I bet it's one of those demountable <laughs> project office type scenarios. I might uh, pop into the shopping centre underneath and get a chalky milk. <laughs> get a chalky milk. I'll be with my young fella. Do you think Lara Bingle will be at the game? She no. lives in the Shire, doesn't she? she no, nah, she'd be in, in, in Europe somewhere. Would she? Hmm. Some bloke's yacht, probably. Yeah, probably. Some bloke's cock, I'd say. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, so... Anyway, thanks, Lara. Appreciate right. it. Thanks for cool. listening. Well, we might uh, <laughs> cut it off there. It's time to head off. Um, yeah. NBA Finals game. Three. three tomorrow. Tomorrow. O'clock. Go the Raptors. Come on, Raptors. Go the Raptors. Go the Claw. <laughs> Trademark. Nike. <laughs> Do you think um, Drake will uh, get much sideline play? Do you think they'll let Could him Drake stand up? Go to, is he going to go to the sideline of Oracle? Is he, is he going to turn up? He'll have him. He, he can afford the ticket. Drake, when, we, when the Raptors had to come back from... What were they down? 2-1 to the box? Were they down 2-1? Were they down 2-1 to the box? Yes. Anyway, when the, the Raptors yep. were down, Drake stayed away from the games because of the Drake curse. Well, Maybe Drake was actually in um, the boxes. Yeah, he was yeah, in. And oh, that's where he's in Joshua's Anthony Joshua's, Joshua's camp as well. Yeah, so the Drake right. curse just come back for a bit. Have you boys ever seen the footage of Drake in the Kentucky warm-up layup yes. line? Yeah. Like yeah. in the university? Airballed it? I, that just showed me that college sports is not... College sports, it's a disaster zone. Right? Oh, man. Dead set. Anyway, that was, was actually just. If you get a chance, the, YouTube that. Hey? Was he actually judging the, the warm up liner? <laughs> I don't want to comment on that. <laughs> so, anyway. so that uh, wraps up episode 26. We'd like to thank our special guests, Mitchie and Melly, for rocking up tonight. Thanks for joining so us at West Next. Didn't uh, look like um, City. two weirdos with a couple of mics sitting yeah. at the table talking. Still people walking around thinking, what the fuck are those guys doing? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. That one is episode... 26. 26. And we'll be back and to, uh, to the recap blues. some more NBA and other shenanigans in the world of sport yeah. sometime soon. Go Ash Barty in the tennis. Go Ash. Go Ash. Fuck off, Queen. Currently, Red Roger Federer is playing a quarterfinal against some bloke that looked like he just walked out of a uh, French bakery. Yeah. <laughs> um, so go the Fed. And apparently his name is Ruiz from Mexico and he's going to go for the weekend double for most unlikely sporting victories. I think Mexico is doing very well at the moment in the world of sport. Viva la Mexico. All right, on that note, before we get ourselves in trouble, we better check out. <laughs> we shall see you next time for episode 27. See you guys. Bye-bye. Go Raptors. Go Raptors. Go the 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 Raptors.